Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. Today, I'm going to do another listener mailbag episode. I've been asking folks to send me their questions they have about MBAs, the MBA experience, or career and leadership advice for MBA students and alum. And I have a couple of questions that I want to go over the answers to today based off my own knowledge, experience, and expertise and just as a reminder, if you have a question that you want to ask or you want to have answered, shoot me an email. Send me an email, al at mbaschool.com, where you can send me your question and I will try to respond to it uh, on the air. Or connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find my link in the show notes. And so uh, I have about three or four questions that I want to do today in this episode. And I'm going to start with the first one, which is all around whether or not someone should stay for a promotion or go and get their MBA. And so the question it sounds like is is that uh, this individual is up for promotion. And while they are up for promotion, which they are happy about, they are also interested in going to business school. And they want to know how they should choose between those two options, how they should just manage that in general. It sounds like their manager has gone another way to advocate for them, and they might feel a little bad about that. So how should they navigate this question in this process? Okay, so this is a good question, and I think one of the things I think about when I hear this question, because the question is phrased as, should I stay for a promotion or get an MB- get the, go to business school? We oftentimes tend to think of things as binary decisions. And while in the end, it may come back to either options, I think it's important to take a step back first and really just expand the aperture of all the possibilities that are out there. And also to really get to the root of the cause here of what we're trying to go for. I think as a starting point, I think that with any question related to should I get an MBA or anything related to that topic, the question really is, is what are you aiming for? Or what is the goal? And I think the same thing should you can also use for within the context of the promotion. Why do you want to get promoted? And it's great that your manager is advocating for you, but in addition to that, you should also ask yourself, why are you hoping to get promoted? And it could be for financial reasons, which are obviously play an important role. It could be because you want to continue growing and learning. It could be because you want more scope and you want more responsibility. It could be all sorts of different other things, but ultimately before even getting into whether you should choose option A or option B or anything else, you need to understand what are you trying to optimize for or what's really interesting. I think that's the the first thing that I would maybe consider asking yourself be even before trying to decide between one or the other. I think the first thing is what are your goals? I think the second thing you want to ask yourself is what is going to be the next best step that's going to help you work toward that specific goal? Whether or not you want to get promoted or you want to get an MBA is besides the point. The question is, what is actually going to move you forward towards that specific goal that you have for yourself? So as an example, if you were to say, you know what, my goal is to be able to transition into becoming a management consultant. One way to do that is to go to business school. It's not the only way, but it is one way. And if you're not currently a management consultant, 
perhaps getting promoted on the same path might not be the thing that gets you there. And so in that case, it might make sense for you to consider going to business school. Your goal could be something else though, like in terms of opening up more career opportunities, getting more responsibility, going down the path that you're on. Perhaps it is getting to the next level or becoming a people manager. Those could also be goals in which promotion or continuing on the path that you're on is makes sense and an MBA might not make as much sense. And really asking yourself and being clear of once you what that goal is, what is going to help you take the next step towards getting there? The third question you want to ask yourself is, what are you giving up? I have this framework that I often use called the give-get ratio. And the general idea behind it is that for everything that you do, there's always going to be things that you get in return for doing it, and there's going to be things that you give up in return. And the good way to evaluate these two options is to ask yourself, if you get this promotion, what are you getting and what are you giving up? Or if you want to go to business school, what are you giving and what are you giving up? On the promotion side, it might what you might be getting is you might be getting more responsibility, you might be getting more compensation, you might be getting more opportunities to do work that you want to do. And what you might be giving up is certainly might be your current role right now. Perhaps it requires you to work more, so maybe you're giving up more time. Maybe it's a little bit more stressful because you're at a higher level and there's more responsibility. You still might be giving up some quality of life in that regard. And certainly you might be giving up a chance to go to business school. And on the flip side of that, if you were to go down the business school route, the question then would become, what are you giving up and what are you getting in return? And you can think through what those things are there. And then the last perhaps question, which is really what I started with is, based off of your goal, could you get there another way? Based off of your goal and whatever it is, maybe it isn't a promotion, maybe it isn't the MBA, maybe it is something else. But this is just a, a check, if you will, to make sure that you've exhausted all your options and the like. And I think that's how I would approach this question. I think the other implicit question that maybe wasn't said explicitly, but might have been asked, which often comes up is just what kind of role does your manager going to play, particularly if you do want to go to business school. And with all of these, it really does depend on your situation. But a couple thoughts here that I think are important. I think the first thing is that whatever you choose to share with your manager about your career goals is often going to depend on your relationship with them. If you're someone who works for a manager who really does care about your career growth and development, regardless of whether that's at your company or beyond, that is going to significantly tip the scale one way or the other. In addition, it also might make a difference if that individual actually went to business school or not. If you worked for a manager who did get their MBA, I have a decent likelihood to believe that they're going to be perhaps more supportive than someone who maybe didn't go to business school or who isn't as familiar with the MBA experience. I think the other thing that you're going to want to also consider is how frequently are you talking with your manager about your career and your career development and your career growth? Even if they are supportive in general, if it's not something that you're bringing up, it might catch them by surprise. And certainly also, it's going to be your own comfort level. Some people like to play these things close to the vest, and I think that's totally okay. And so those are just some considerations before thinking about what role you want your manager to play if you are considering going the route of an MBA. Okay, listener question number two. This is around, Should I, I know I want to go to business school, but I'm considering either the full-time MBA program or work, going towards a working professional program, either in person or online. I am 31 years old. Is it too late for me to do full-time or should I look towards a working professional program? Okay, this is a good question. And with all of these, every situ person's situation is going to be different. And in particular, this one, I think, based on both professional reasons as well as personal reasons. But let me try to help frame this in a way that might be helpful universally. 
So I think there's a couple of things you want to, to keep in mind here. I think one of the easiest ones to a- questions to ask yourself is, how do you want to spend your days? If you decide that you want to spend your days going to school full-time and you don't want to work, well, going to business school full-time might be a great way to do this. If you're open to potentially spending your days working as well as going to school on top of that for a period of time, that would certainly tip you the other way. And the nice thing with working professional programs is that there's a number of different options when it comes to doing a working professional program. Some are during the weeks. Some are one weekend a month. Some are a couple weekends a quarter. Some are online. Some are in person. So if you do go the full-time, or sorry, excuse me, if you do want to go the working professional route and you're unclear about the flexibility that they might have, it's best to check out a couple different programs and to see what their cadence and structure and timeline looks like. So that's number one. I think another thing that you also want to think about is where you are in life. I think that this is important to consider because... When you do go full-time, particularly if you are, quote-unquote, older, something you have to consider is are the implications it places on yourself as well as, in some cases, for some of you, your family, your significant other, etc. Being in school full-time is in of itself, in some cases, as much as a job commitment, if not more. And so if you are going to do this, and in some cases uplift your family, your significant other, that's going to have not only implications for yourself, but for other people as well. That is something to take into account. Now, by no mean, by no stretch of the imagination, do I think that doing a working professional program is a walk in the park for anyone who has a family. That said, it doesn't require you to uplift your where you live. In a lot of cases, you can still go about what you're doing. You don't have to change as much as you do if you were to go full time. The other thing you want to consider with going full time is based off of your career goal, your career aspiration. There are some programs in which the way to get hired full-time into a role is by doing an internship experience of some kind, and that is the hallmark of many full-time MBA programs. And so if you are trying to go into a field where that is the case of getting that internship, you might not really have a choice but to go full-time. Now, interestingly enough, this is something that is starting to change a little bit more over time. There are definitely more and more companies that are starting to be okay with interviewing and hiring people who they were they traditionally would have hired from full-time MBA programs from working professional programs. And this started happening really as more and more companies were looking for to hire top talent and they were willing to look outside of the full-time programs to do it. So that is not always a thing that is a deal breaker, but it's something that is important. But it also underscores the importance of if you want to be able to answer this question, you do also need to have a good understanding of what your career goal is or your aspiration is with getting the full t- or with getting an MBA to begin with. And then perhaps the last thing I would say that also plays a role in this is what does your time horizon look like? How soon or how quickly do you want to get to your career goal? And if that suit that timeline is anything anything greater than two years or 18 months in some cases, you're going to probably want to look towards, you have a little bit more options. If you're trying to do something quicker, certainly going full-time is probably going to be the best bet because you're doing that full-time and, and it is a roughly speaking 18 to 20 month program. So those are a couple things that I would maybe think about. I think maybe perhaps the last thing, and this is just a personal preference, if you are you know 31, you're still definitely within the, I believe, both the mean and the median age range, but perhaps maybe on the higher side. But it just is something to consider. There's certainly people who do it, and by no means should it hold you back from doing it. 
but it is just important and to be mindful of and to think about as you decide to enter school and what that means. And you can always talk to other people who are at schools that you're considering to get their perspective and their experience, which could be helpful to you in figuring that out as well. Hey there, it's Al, and thanks so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. I wanted to take a quick break to ask you a small favor. I'm loving doing this show, and I hope you're enjoying it too. Unfortunately, it's still pretty hard to spread the word on podcasts, and that's where I would really love your help. If you're enjoying this episode, I would really appreciate it if you take a few minutes to leave a review and rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, or simply share it on social media or send it to a friend. I'm incredibly grateful for your support. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. The third listener question to come in is around what to do after you have accepted your seat and are going officially going to business school. So what do you do once you quit your job, you're going to business school, how do you spend that time before business school starts? Great question. And first off, congratulations. And the first thing you should do is you should definitely find time to celebrate. But I, I think there's a couple things that you can do as you prepare for school and transition out of your job, etc. So here's a couple things to keep in mind. I think the first thing I would maybe do is Make sure you thank all the people who helped you get into business school and remind them that you're grateful for their help, but also let them know that you're actually going to school. That way they can follow you along and perhaps that might come in handy down the road when you have to start networking or need to connect with people. Keeping you top of mind will be helpful so they can do that if you reach out to them. I think another thing you can do is that you can start to write down and get a little bit more clear around some of your goals or aspirations for going to school. This doesn't need to be anything formal, but just reflecting and taking some time just to write down and think about what do you want to get out of going to school, both from a maybe a philosophical level as well as from a very tactical level. There are reasons why you wanted to sign on the dotted line and go to school and, and just making sure you're clear about those before you start, I think can be a really helpful reflection exercise. Not to mention once things start and come at you fast and in a hurry, being really grounded around what's important to you will be super valuable, particularly if you have a sense of what those things are. I think another thing that you can do is you can get acclimated with what the new environment you're going to be in is, whether you're moving to a new city, state, or area. You can start to learn a little bit more about that area if you don't know a lot about it already. Certainly, you can do that just on your own or actually just by reaching out to first or second years and getting as much insight as you possibly can. So that's another thing that you can do. I think another thing you can do if you're someone who does have a decent idea around at least what you want to explore and potentially recruit for is engage with the specific clubs or career clubs or organizations that support that functional area or that industry area and just see if they have any resources that are available to you to just further your knowledge or learning about that industry or function. Or in some cases, they may actually give you some things to do. Another thing that you can do and think about is that some schools, their career management center will do work with students prior to entering campus, either formally or informally. I would check with your school to see if your career center offers anything. These can, a lot of schools sometimes will offer resources and things to students, particularly if they're attending any pre-MBA conferences. But even if you're not and you just want to get a head start on anything from redoing your resume and making it in the school's format, because that's something that you're going to have to do, or brushing up on cover letters or other types of things, it might it would be worthwhile to at least check in with your school's career center just to see what they offer, or if they have any curriculum that you can get started on. I think maybe the last thing that I will add or 
contribute to this is if you are someone who wants to really get to know your classmates is to find ways to start building relationships with people before the school year starts. I'm sure there will be other people that want to, and this is certainly not something you have to do, but sometimes it can be nice to know when you show up, there's a couple other people that you've already met in some kind of capacity, whether they're from your home city, maybe they went to college at the same college as you, other types of commonalities in general. None of these things are things you have to do per se, but I have found from talking with people that the many of these things can be helpful to do so that you can really hit the ground running before you get started. And if you want more guidance, actually, on, on how to prepare for business school, you should definitely check out my book, MBA Insider, How to Make the Most of Your MBA Experience, because it was literally written uh, for people who were thinking about going to business school and wanted to know how they could prepare or how they could make the most out of their time in business school. Uh, you can find that book on Amazon, both in paperback and Kindle and digital. But yeah, check that out if that is helpful for you. Okay, the last mailbag question I have is around getting my company to pay for my MBA. Do you have any tips or advice on how to get your company to sponsor you or to give you a stipend to go towards your tuition dollars? Uh, yes, a very good question. It sounds like this could, so as someone who is trying to work full time while going to school. So a couple things to, to keep in mind and to think about. I think the first thing is that most companies have some kind of learning or tuition reimbursement stipend. Not all of them will cover the full cost of the tuition. In fact, most won't. But that's a starting point to check out to see what that's like. You might even also just inquire just around if there are any other people recently who have used it, particularly for an MBA, it might be good to talk to those people to hear what they did or how they went about it. Another thing that you can do perhaps is to talk to other leaders at your company who have gone to business school and who have gotten an MBA. And this can be helpful to learn from them just around how they approached it, or if they were able to do anything that helped them, or if they're in a senior leadership position of some kind, and you're asking about trying to get sponsored, if you play your cards, you might be able to ask them or potentially influence over them so that they can help you out to get some kind of sponsorship thrown your way. And then certainly the last thing is to put together a business case of some kind to really make the case for why getting giving you sponsorship would help not only yourself, but help the company as well. This is definitely not an easy topic, but those are some ideas just to, to get started. And I wish more companies, uh, I know companies used to do this a lot, and I wish more companies did. But particularly if you're going part-time, there are going to, some companies do have some kind of tuition stipend or learning stipend, but it won't always cover the full cost of it. And so at the end of the day, though, you don't know unless you ask. And if you don't ask, then you won't get anything. And if you do, you might get something. So I think it's always good for you to at least put that forward. Okay, so that wraps up this mailbag episode. I hope you enjoyed this. And again, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, please shoot me an email, al at mbaschool.com, or go find me on LinkedIn and connect with me there. Hi, everyone. Al D here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.